Good morning, good people, all the way from the snowy DMV area. My name is Nikki J, and I am the host of the Black Girl Budget Podcast. Happy New Year. If you're just joining us for the podcast, I can't believe we are already one week into the new year. I hope you guys have not let your goals fizzle out already. And if you have, that's okay. I'm here to give you some more energy, and we're going to stay on top of these goals all throughout the year. But first things first, I have to give a shout out to everyone who is following the podcast. I don't mean listening. I mean, they are actually a follower of the podcast. Linda, Crystal, Leanne, Michelle, Chicky. I don't know if that's my cousin Chicky, but also <laughs> Erica, Tamara or Tamara. Not sure how you pronounce it. And then there's Kimmy, Yoshi, Amber, Diamond, Haley, Nicole, my good Thor, M and Consuela, who I am pretty sure follows Black Girl Budget on all social media platforms. So big shout out to you as well as Antoinette and a host of other people. Thank you all so much for being followers of the podcast. Y'all are the first to know when the podcast drops. If I never say anything or post any videos, they will always know that a new episode has dropped. So shout out to them, but also thank you to everyone who is listening to the podcast. On December 14th, we hit a thousand downloads. And less than a month later, we have over 2,500 downloads. And y'all can't see me right now, but I am definitely doing a happy dance. (laughs) And not to mention, I definitely want to let everyone know that we have an international audience. Black Girl Budget is worldwide. So shout out to everyone who is listening from the U.S., Canada, the Bahamas, South Africa, the Philippines, France, the United Kingdom, Germany. I actually used to live in Heidelberg. That's for another story time. Uh, Spain, Buenos Dias, Ukraine, Italy, Puerto Rico, Jamaica, Netherlands, Australia, Belgium, Guyana, Nigeria, New Zealand, Turkey, Zambia, Barbados, Switzerland, Hong Kong, Vietnam, and Senegal, which I cannot wait to visit one day. We are literally worldwide, you guys. So thank you so much to everyone who's been listening. Um, yeah, let's just jump into today's episode because I plan to be very loud. I woke up this morning and I decided to choose violence. So if you feel personally attacked, this is for you. Now, if you don't follow me on Instagram, that's okay. I don't know why you're not, but you should. Um, Black Girl Budget on Instagram. Every month at the beginning of the month, I will ask the BGB fam, what are your goals? And I always get really good answers. So for the month of January, I did the same thing. And there were a couple of answers that stood out to me and actually inspired this podcast episode. So I asked, you know, what are your goals for for January or for the year? And one person responded and said, I don't have any goals. I just want to level up and do more. Another person responded and said, quote, continue growing financially. So I challenged both of those people to be more specific with their goals, and they did message me back with specifics, so shout out to both of them. But I want you all to avoid or stop making what I like to call fake goals. I don't think people make fake goals on purpose, but it certainly happens often enough. So I know y'all are probably thinking, Nikki, what is a fake goal? These are statements, dreams, fantasies, or aspirations that are so out of reach, there's no real way to hold you accountable. So if you don't accomplish the goal, it's really no big deal because it wasn't really possible anyway. So for example, some people will say their goal is to be wealthy, or they want to travel more, or they want to, quote, do more, etc. In my opinion, those are fake goals, and I'll explain why. And today we're going to discuss three ways to recognize fake goals. We'll also go over a few ways to create attainable goals because the beginning of the year is always about setting goals. And I want to set you all up for success. 
So the first way to recognize a fake goal is if the goal is too big because it's really your end result. So here's some examples. Let's say you want to pay off all of your student loans or you want to be wealthy. Maybe you want to own 50 rental properties. Maybe you want a credit score of 850 and your current credit score is 550. And by the way, I recently learned that not all countries have credit scores. Um, i.e. France. So uh, just if you're if you're not familiar with credit scores or if you don't have one, you can ignore the credit score talk. But uh, in the U.S., it's a very big deal here. Um, but there might be uh, someone who has a goal of wanting to pay off their car or maybe their house. And don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with dreaming big, setting your standards high. I encourage it. In fact, none of the examples I gave are impossible, but they often take years to accomplish and tend to be your desired end result. Your goals should lead up to that end result. They should not be the end result. So with goals that are too big, we will likely feel overwhelmed before we even start, or we will convince ourselves that it's not actually possible, so we never start. Instead of saying, I want to pay off my car, which can take years, scale down. Maybe the goal is to send an extra $100 toward the principal of your car every month so you can pay your car off sooner. So the idea of having a goal that is too big is to maybe reassess that goal and look at it and say, is this really a goal leading up to something bigger or is this my end result? And once you decide that, then you can say, all right, this goal is too big or it's really a goal, but maybe I can break it down into smaller steps. That will make it much more attainable and it will also allow you to hold yourself accountable throughout the weeks and months leading up to that end result that you want. The second way to recognize a fake goal is when the goal is too vague. And this is honestly my favorite right here because we all have had a vague goal. We probably all have a vague goal going into 2022. My favorite example of this is someone who says, I want to travel more. Sis, where? Domestically, internationally, but on the same continent, resort style, Airbnb? I guarantee you, if I planned a trip to Senegal, Jamaica, and Italy, the price would be different for each trip, the best season to go would be different for each trip, and the process to get there would be different. Not even to mention, what we would do would also be completely different. So saying you want to travel more is so vague, it makes it more difficult to accomplish the goal. Now, I know, I know for a fact, there are several people who came into 2022 saying, you know... I want to travel more. And again, there's nothing wrong with wanting to travel more, but be more specific. You know you can only travel so much in one year, but there are so many places to travel. So be specific. For example, if you want to travel to one, let's say one domestic destination and two international destinations this year, write that down. Be very clear about where you want to go. So let's say specifically you want to go to New Orleans in Louisiana, which is one of my favorite places, and you want to go during Mardi Gras. I believe Mardi Gras this year is in March, but typically it's February, March, just depends. And then let's say you want to go to Johannesburg in South Africa in November or December because the weather is nice. And then maybe you want to fly to Barcelona in Spain in July. I hear they have really great festivals. So specify how much you can afford to spend on each trip. Create a budget, write out an itinerary of what you want to do, and then start putting money away toward that goal. Giving yourself a timeline is going to make it very easy to start assessing whether or not that goal is attainable this year or maybe next year or the year after. 
and whether or not you can afford it. So it's really important that you start to specify. Another example is a lot of us want to level up. And, you know, when it comes to leveling up, I feel y'all because I really want to level up my makeup game. But we'll circle back to that. Um, so, So the person who responded to me on Instagram, they said that they wanted to level up and they wanted to do more. And I, I, you know, responded to them and said, hey, I think you should be more specific. There are all different kinds of ways to level up. Now, another person did come to that person's rescue and was like, listen, leveling up is a goal in and of itself. But then my question is, what are we leveling up? Are we leveling up our emotional availability, our spirituality, maybe our wardrobe? You may have a vision in your mind of what leveling up looks like. But you have to be as specific as you can be. I want to level up my makeup game. I will watch a bunch of YouTube videos and I will put on makeup at least three times a week. In six months, I guarantee you my makeup will be way better than what it is today. So it's just another example. Yeah, I want to level up. I want my wardrobe to look great. Or maybe I want to be physically stronger. Break it down a little more. What can you do to obtain that end result? That's really what leveling up is, is an end result. So be very specific and write out how you want to level up and what it looks like leading up to that. The third way to recognize fake goals is when the goal was created for other people. Now, I'm going to say this again because we have all been here at one point in time. If your goal was created solely for other people, it is a fake goal. So, for example, you make a goal for the sole purpose of making someone else jealous. This goal could be losing weight, buying a specific car, maybe dressing a certain way. It's not a real goal because it's not for you. It's really for someone else. And what if that person doesn't have the reaction that you want them to have? It won't be as satisfying, right? It's also a fake goal if it's for the approval of other people. And oftentimes people are trying to get the approval from their parents, maybe their spouse or their friends by getting a certain degree or going into a specific career field or buying a house or car that's impressive. I'm here to tell you to live your life for you because whoever you may be trying to get approval from is not going to have to live with that degree. They will not have to work that job in that career field every day. Or they're not responsible for paying off the house or the car that you bought. In episode one of this season, we discussed being selfish as a requirement in 2022. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I'm going to need you to go back and listen because we're being selfish all of 2022 in the best of ways. Now, I remember when I purchased my car, I had a specific budget of $15,000. I did not want to go over that mainly because I was not planning to purchase a car. It just so happened that someone rear-ended me, totaled my car, and I had to get a new one. So I remember telling someone, my budget is $15,000. I don't want to spend any more than that. And their response was, oh my gosh, you should get a nicer car. You can get a nice car for about $25,000. And they start listing all of these cars that I did not want and was not interested in. And, um, you know, I basically shut it down by asking them, If they were going to give me that additional (laughs) $10,000, y'all know how that ended. (laughs) Uh, They politely told me no. And a year and a half later, my car was paid off because I stuck to what I felt like I could afford and what I thought would be a good amount to put down for a car. And the purchase price was good. I didn't want to buy something that 
I knew was a depreciating value and that I was going to be responsible for paying off. So I currently own my car. It is paid off. I think I just hit 60,000 miles like yesterday. So you're living for yourself. You're being selfish and you are making decisions for you and not to impress other people. Let's take a quick commercial break and we're going to get into how we can avoid making fake goals. It's so important to write out our goals and revisit them as often as we can, especially in the new year when everyone is excited and ready to put in the maximum effort and energy into their goals. I find it very helpful to write all of my goals down in my Black Girl Budget Notebook right next to my monthly budget, actually. (laughs) And I revisit my goals every single day. It's made such a difference for me that I've put the Black Girl Budget Notebooks on sale and we are currently offering free shipping on all notebooks. So grab your Black Girl Budget Notebook today and start writing down your goals for 2022. I came across this audio on TikTok the other day, and it's from a motivational speaker by the name of Brian Tracy. So I want to play it for you all, um, and then we'll get into some of the details of it. Take a clean sheet of paper and write down goals in today's date, and then write down 10 goals that you would like to accomplish in the next 12 months, and write them in the present tense, almost like you're, you're submitting an order. And just write down, I earn, I achieve, I weigh, I drive such and such a car, I own. And then you take this list of ten, and you say, if I had a magic wand, and I could wave this magic wand, and I could have any one goal on my list within 24 hours, which one goal would have the greatest positive impact on my life? And usually this will jump out at you. And that's a goal you transfer to a clean sheet of paper, and then you follow the seven steps. Write it down, set a deadline, make a list of everything you have to do to accomplish it, organize the list, do a checklist, take action, and then do something every day. If you'll just do this, this simple exercise, then uh, you'll all be rich. Nothing can stop you but yourself. I actually played that a few times before I decided to do what, <laughs> what Brian was saying in the video, but I did it the other night. Um, I took out a clean sheet of paper and I wrote down my 10 goals and I, I did record this. You can see the video on my Instagram and on TikTok. And the challenging part was writing out the 10 goals because I honestly did not think I had that many. Um, and not, not that I have more than that, but in my mind, I thought, you know, I have a solid five goals that I need to get through this year. But once I was challenged with writing down 10, I realized I might be selling myself a little short and there's probably more that I could do this year but I also love the idea of focusing on one goal at a time so the part that really shocked me of about this writing activity is the deadline incorporating a deadline which I think in my mind I typically do but writing it out just it really did something different for me so I I do encourage you all to try this and incorporate the deadline and write it down Um, Most of the times we want our goals to be complete by the end of the year, right? But I actually wanted to accomplish some of my goals sooner in the year. So the goal that I decided to focus on out of the 10 goals I wrote down was becoming a landlord in 2022. If you're new here, you may not know that we live in D.C. and we have a townhome in Florida. And our goal is to rent out the townhome and become landlords by January 31st. Now, In my mind, I knew we wanted this to happen in January or as soon as possible or, you know, within the beginning of the year. 
but writing out that January 31st, 2022, I mean, I, I, I felt something in my soul, right? So, so I will keep y'all posted on that, but that deadline made my eyes get big once I started writing out the checklist because there's so much to do when you're preparing to rent out your own, you know, property and you have stuff inside of it. So you got to get a, storage unit and you got to get a truck and you got to get some help and there's so much that goes into it but writing out the checklist in full detail gave me a sense of peace because everything that I needed to do was right in front of me and it took away the overwhelming feeling of oh my gosh I have so much stuff to do it was just clear as day it was right in front of me I wrote everything down and he uh, Brian also mentioned in the video to organize your checklist once I wrote it down and organized it, I can't even express just how smooth everything went. It's just, it was so easy because it's like a checklist. Step one, step two, step three, step four, and it really gets the ball rolling. And once you do the first thing, you move on to the second and you get this momentum. And it kind of reminds me of the snowball method of paying off debt, which if you're not familiar, you can Google it, but we will talk about it later this year. Um, so I want all of you to try this writing exercise and write out 10 goals on a clean sheet of paper. Pick one of those goals that would change your life positively if it happened within 24 hours. Write that specific goal on a new clean sheet of paper. Write a deadline for when you want to accomplish it. And then write out every single thing that you can think of that you need to do to accomplish that goal. Organize your list in the order in which it needs to be done. And then every single day, execute something on that list. Remember, execution is the number one thing that we're doing this year. And if you haven't already, go back and listen to episode one of the season because we discuss being disciplined in execution, being detailed with our goals, writing out why we want to accomplish goals, and quantifying those goals. So incorporate those tips into this writing exercise as well. When I tell you that number one thing that you choose, once you see everything written out, it will motivate you to get started if you've not already started doing, you know, the checklist and executing things in order to meet your goals. So we're just going to do a quick recap because I really want us to focus on goals in January. It will make it so much easier toward the middle and end of the year when, you know, the momentum slows down and everyone's not talking about new year, new me. And <laughs> you're just like, I'm over sending extra money toward my student loans or toward my credit card, whatever your goal might be. So, again, in order to recognize whether or not a goal that you have is really a fake goal, it's just it's disguised. We think it's a goal, but it's really disguised as a fake goal. Is it too big? Is it really your end result? So I'll give you guys an example. One of the goals I have is to have a positive net worth because if you're new here, you may not know I have a negative net worth right now. Shout out to student loans. Um, so one of my goals is to have a positive net worth. That is an end result. But I know leading up to that, I need to pay down student loans. I need to increase the money that I, the cash that I have on hand and my investments, right? So there are goals that I will accomplish leading up to that end result. You want to make sure that whatever your goal is, it's not too big that it's really the end of a thing and not the steps leading up to it. The second thing, this is very common. Is it too vague? Are you just saying the thing that makes you feel good, that might sound good? You want to travel more or you want to lose weight or you want to learn how to box, whatever the thing is. Is it so vague that you 
you're really not putting any details so there's nothing to hold you accountable if so revisit that goal be specific and write out a checklist like Ryan Tracy mentioned organize it and then figure out you know how can I be selfish with this how can I quantify this and really dig into why you want to accomplish that goal because that's going to lead us into the third thing is that goal really for the approval of others is it to make someone else have some kind of emotional reaction to what you're doing? Are you trying to impress someone outside of yourself? Now, if you want to impress yourself, that's fine. Live your best life. But you want to make sure that your goals are not for the approval of other people or are not for some kind of reaction from other people. Or else, if you don't get the reaction you're expecting or if those people disappoint you at some point, you don't want to lose the momentum for your own goals. So they need to be things that you are excited about, that you want to accomplish because it's something that you want to do. So I hope that these three tips help you guys into uh, how to recognize fake goals. And even when you are talking with your friends and family or your accountability group, when they're talking about their goals, you can use these same three things to recognize whether or not your friends or family, coworkers, whomever, have goals that are too big, that are, you know, vague, etc. And you can say, hey, listen, your goal is a little too big. Maybe scale down or maybe it's too vague. Let's get you some specifics. However you want to approach it, when you're speaking with your coworkers, you can also, you know, coworkers, family and friends, you can also say, hey, listen, you know, your goal might be too big or it might be too vague or are you sure you're doing that because it's what you want to do? This is this information is always an opportunity for you to help someone else grow and become successful in their financial journey and become successful in accomplishing their goals as well. So make sure that you also share some of the tips that we have incorporated into setting our own goals by, you know, being as detailed as possible, writing out why we want to accomplish goals. And even talk about quantifying goals, if that's appropriate. And then make sure you also mention execution, because that's where we get lost in the sauce. We have all these big ideas and these goals and dreams, and then we don't execute. And never be scared to execute something that is going to get you closer to your goal. I know sometimes it can be scary to have a goal and to actually be working towards it, but never be scared, because there's always greatness on the other side. So... Do this for any goal that you have. Um, and I, you know, I want us to incorporate deadlines, checklists. We're going to be selfish. We're going to be patient, disciplined, and we are going to be detailed. So I know these tips will help you jumpstart your year. Drop a comment or like this episode and let me know what you have planned this year. You can also comment on Instagram, TikTok, DM me and let me know what you guys have been going on this year. So as always, happy budgeting and I'll see you all next week.